Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Thinking out loud today on a few things. Maybe it will bring some encouragement to you and recenter you on who he is and what he's up to in you and, if you will, in all of us as he brings the individuals into the corporate. There is a corporate son that he's bringing forward in this time. And uh, let's just yield ourselves to him individually so he can do it, okay, without hindrance. So, love you all. There's only one who is brilliant. It's Jesus. There's only one who is loyal to the death. It's Jesus. There is only one who has ever lived as a human was meant to live. It's Jesus. There was an old saint uh, named Ian Thomas who said the Christian life is not hard to live. It's impossible. You see, as long as it's still hard and it's difficult and it's a struggle, we haven't come to the end yet to realize, you know, it's not just hard and I need to work harder, uh, be smarter, be more self-assertive. No, the day that you realize the kind of life they're calling for, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is completely impossible, humanly speaking. Ah, now we're getting somewhere. Because when you finally realize it is impossible for you, (laughs) but totally possible, for God because it's his way of life and the spell over the church has been so thick like whale blubber thick oh we are so discouraged when we see that we can't do something we are so disillusioned when we find out that no we are not basically good we are so disappointed when others do not love us in the way that we want. Uh, There are so many, so many things that burden us. Um, But the day that we realize (laughs) humans are not what we hoped. I am not what I hoped I would be when I finally reached a certain day, a certain time, a certain age, a certain season of life. And what the old saints would call the despairing of the self-life begins to happen, what I call a God-induced depression, is when you realize there is nothing apart from Him. The danger, though, of course, is that we begin then to try to create something new, 
that will satisfy us. We have our own ways of revival and uh, reformation and um, all of that. You know, I should start again. I, I'm going to get rid of these things and bring in these things and this and that. And um, But my friends, if we do not realize and then allow Holy Spirit to do what only He can, which is to bring us to the end of hope in mankind again. You see, the scripture is very clear for all the Bible thumpers out there. It's very clear that the only hope is Christ in you. We say it, my friends, but we don't believe it until He truly makes us a believer. Only Holy Spirit can bring you to the despairing end of self and into the vat of wine (laughs) that you can live in forever and ever, now and forever. Is Christ in me? Is the hope of glory and I am in Him. And He is all in all. And my only hope of anything is Christ in me and me in him. Now, to self, that is so depressing. To self, that's like, eh. <laughs> no, let's, let's do something else. Right? It, it has no ability to place any value on God whatsoever, except that God would do what I want him to do. My friends, I'm plunging the cross as much as I can. I'm throwing the spear of jealousy fresh today in you. That, oh my, we would awaken to him. And for that to happen, Holy Spirit must do it, and we respond to Him. You may be seeking rejuvenation. You may be seeking a renewal of your hope in humanity. Oh, how I hope not. I hope that you are not seeking to revisit even the old things of God, as far as we as time people would consider it. Even God is done with the things he was once doing in previous seasons and days, my friends. If God is done with even what he was doing previously, or let's say the way he was doing it, my friends, can we not be done with that? Can we not lean in by the Holy Spirit and say, Father... Whatever you're done with, I'm done with. Whatever you're focused on, I'm focused on. Wherever your affections are, that's where my affections are. Lead me, Holy Spirit, as a son. Romans eight fourteen. My friends, we've got to stay with the cloud by day and the fire by night. We've got to stay with his presence. And not just in a feeling, soulish way, although I certainly believe the presence of God deeply affects the soul, finally brings the soul into its place of 
being the servant to the Spirit, the reflector, uh, the expressive uh, part of us uh, where he can find expression. We certainly want that to happen, but if we could realize Holy Spirit is going to make us in our real everyday life who the Father made us to be to Him. And then we could step forward to our families and to our generation. These are not uh, human endeavors that I'm speaking of. These are not things that, um, that we initiate Uh, He is the initiator of all things. We are the responders. And let me close with this today. Where it says that to whom much is given, much is required. Uh, For too long we have focused on the required part. And oh, my friends, there will be much required. Oh, the work ethic of Jesus. Oh, that the church that's going to be his now in this hour must know what has been given. Do you know what has been given? And oh yes, much will be required and it shall be our privilege. It shall be our privilege to live this out. It shall be our privilege to live in Him, with Him, for Him, by Him. Oh, yes, it will. It will be our honor to suffer as Christ suffered, as He explains what all of this means to us. But that we have been given His life, given the privilege to be the sons of God, given the honor of being the bride of Christ. What else, my friends, what else? do we seek? What in that makes you yawn? (laughs) Mm. The supremacy of Jesus Christ. The preeminence of Him. It's in His cross that all has been dealt with and imparted. There is the death side of the cross. There is the life side of the cross. And all of that is about them. When you cease to be the center of your world, you no longer want to be found irresistible and be the center of other people's world. Oh, and the cross comes and gloriously delivers you unto the Father. Oh, life, life begins to break forth. And how that will find unique expression in his church, in these fiery houses of abiding life with him. You see, there are churches that are going to be led by such sons. And they won't make much ado of themselves. And they're not just looking to be the status quo and to maintain and to be accepted by others. They understand they've been carved out for such a time as this. They can't shake it and they can't produce it. Oh, Oh, the frustration of that. But oh, the Spirit is bringing it forth in our everyday reality. He's he's doing it. The Spirit is doing it.
But don't be caught away, my friends, by anything else, personally or corporately. Let him build the house, for if you build it, and it's not him, it's all in vain. You might have liked it, and others might have been impressed by it, but what about what he thinks? And what about what he desires? So I encourage you with these things today to realize to whom much is given, much will be required. Yes, it will. We've been given the privilege of entering into life as it was meant to be lived, to be an expression of their way of life, to be an extension of their authority in the earth, to hold back darkness while he keeps the door of salvation open. You see, my friends, redefining discipleship, it's not the end, it's a means to the end that he might in the slow fire of his presence speak to you, encourage you, raise you, that as the scripture says in Hebrews 12, we might live as the church of the firstborn, his church, his people, that his kingdom might move through. So once we see this big picture Oh, but then we must come into the minutia of the day, right? To do that next thing that's in front of us. But don't ever think it's about the minutia. Don't ever think it's about your next event or who likes you or who calls you or who wants you. But it's about what he's after and living in the wonder of his person, as Paul said in Philippians 3, growing more intimately and progressively acquainted with the wonders of his person. Just to be known as in him. And then to live and to work and to move in him. So, just a few musings today to share with you and uh, let him um, take the responsibility of raising you and bringing you bringing you through thank God it doesn't all depend on us right but we can respond to him and his love today and he will bring us forward This is our hour. This is our time. And um, we need to yield to him fully. So there you have it. And uh, I love you all. Talk to you soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.